This is AutoLine Daily reporting on all aspects of the global automotive industry. We start out today's report in Japan, where Toyota is taking more control of Subaru. It will now own 20% of Subaru stock, up from 17%. Thanks to Japan's financial system, Toyota can now include Subaru's sales and profits on its own income statement. And that's going to add nearly half a billion dollars in profit to the bottom line. This is also going to massively help Subaru, which does not have the resources to develop electric or autonomous cars on its own. Okay, now let's move over to China. Shanghai is going to ban all diesel trucks in the city by 2022. That's about 120,000 trucks, which only account for about 3% of all the vehicles in the city, but they produce almost one-third of all NOx emissions and almost half of all particulates. And that is going to create tremendous demand for battery electric trucks. And now we move over to South Korea. You know, AutoLine did its first show on autonomous drones, passenger drones, two years ago. At the time, not many automakers had much interest in the concept, but that sure is changing. And now Hyundai is the latest to get in on the action. It just formed a new division within the company called Urban Air Mobility. It's going to be run by a guy named Dr. Jaiwon Shin, who spent 30 years at NASA and most recently ran the agency's Aeronautics Research Mission Directorate. Hyundai believes the market for passenger drones could grow to be $1.5 trillion in just the next 20 years. Sales of the Nissan Titan are down more than 28% so far this year, so maybe a fresh new look will help? The 2020 Titan gets several cosmetic changes, starting with a new grille and headlight design, which includes heaps of chrome on the Platinum Reserve model. The rear tailgate and taillights have also been reworked. Interior upgrades are highlighted by a new 9-inch touchscreen, The truck also receives Nissan's advanced driver assistant technologies and a new 9-speed automatic transmission. And it will go on sale in early 2020. And boy, have we got a great AutoLine After Hours coming up later this week. We'll have Bob Cruz, the chief technology officer at Karma, on the show. And he'll be bringing the completely revamped Rivero along with him. Though it looks a lot like the Fisker that it's based on, This is now a very different car, and you'll want to learn about all the changes. We also have Steve Letart, the president of Hella's corporate center in the U.S., coming on the show. Hella is working with some intriguing ideas on how to use automotive lighting in innovative ways. That's this Thursday live at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at Autoline.tv or on our YouTube channel. And man, that UAW strike continues to drag on. We were hoping that it would get wrapped up over the weekend, but obviously it's going to go on a while longer. You know, if you look at the package that GM put on the table, union workers would make about $20,000 more over the life of the new four-year contract than they did over the last contract. And that does not include profit sharing or benefits. And that was GM's opening offer. So no doubt that's going to get negotiated up. 
And I sure hope this strike is not getting dragged out because union leaders know that once all these negotiations are over and new contracts have been ratified, all eyes will turn right back to all those corruption charges. And I'll have more to say about the UAW because coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by KeyKurt, technology that leads. All right, it's time for You Said It, where we get to respond to some of your comments. And a lot of you had a lot to say about our coverage of the UAW strike. Seawolf thinks my criticisms of the UAW has to do with the sponsors of our shows. You have to understand that AutoLine is driven by its sponsors, so showing any support for a union is like committing Harry Carey. Well, Seawolf, we got some great sponsors because they know our shows are watched by the people in the industry that they want to get their message to. They have never once tried to influence our editorial coverage. My criticisms of the UAW are purely based on the fact that the union only looks out for its own interest, not for the interest of the entire automotive industry, which we here at AutoLine kind of see as our editorial mission. Michael Embry wrote in to say that the union is not dragging out these negotiations. I've been a UAW worker for quite a while. The timetable is exactly the same as it has been. The real difference is that the media is getting to learn some of the tactics that the UAW uses. Also, leaders from each local have always been present when contract negotiations have been going on. Nothing new. Michael, I truly do appreciate your feedback, but I think this strike could have already been settled. And Tim Flugauer Levitt heard me say that UAW strikers are now causing employees at supplier companies to get laid off and that they don't get any kind of strike pay. He says, why should workers not paying dues get benefits? The benefits of strike pay comes out of the dues paid. Obviously, a union hater. No, not a union hater. Just someone pointing out that the strike is hurting a lot of other working men and women. Which gets back to my earlier point that the UAW is only looking out for its own interests. Danny Turnbaugh wants to know, what happened to the weekend's racing results? Well, Danny, a couple of weeks ago... We asked for the input of all our viewers on what they liked and did not like about AutoLine Daily. We got a lot more complaints about reporting racing results than we did from people who liked them. And so, even though we are hardcore racing fans here, we decided not to continue reporting those results. JDubs07 heard me say that Hyundai has not done much developing of autonomous cars, but he says that's not the case. Hyundai Group has actually been working on autonomous tech for years. They've had that fleet of Ionics in Vegas, were developing low-cost LiDAR, and have also been looking into V2X tech as well. Thanks for pointing that out, J-Dubs. And finally, Elliot Wadsworth scoffs at my report that electric cars will take more than a decade to reach 25% market share. Ten years to reach 25%? Really? I'm a hardcore car fan, but I'm not that silly more like 50 to 60 percent. <laughs> we shall see, Elliot. We shall see. In the U.S., I think we'll be lucky to reach 15 percent market share for EVs in a decade, and most automakers will tell you it's going to be hard to even achieve that. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for making AutoLine Daily a part of your day. <laughs>